I'm back. Um, yeah. With this episode, I didn't, I didn't even know I was feeling this way. Um, but I am feeling a sense of unworthiness as God is rebuilding my life. And, um, hold on, let me just put my Bible down. Um, you know, you can pray for something for so long. You can cry out to God, um, be obedient and say, God, I desire change, I desire a better season. Um, and then when you actually get there, you can feel unworthy. Don't misinterpret <laughs> interpret me. Um, I am really grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful. But I feel... I feel unworthy for the greatness. I didn't even know I was feeling this way. You know, I was thinking about what episode to do for Wednesday. Um, and I mentioned it, I think, in the higher episode, the episode where um, I came back. I've actually written down so many ideas that can keep me going for some months. And um, if you notice by now, I try and schedule, um, like I try and be consistent in when I um, upload. So a few podcasts a week for months, it's a lot of ideas, but yet I just couldn't seem to record. And I remember like, I was asking God and I was saying, what is it like, is it that I need a new idea? Is it that I need something new, a new revelation? Um, what is it? Why, why can't I just, I just can't record. And one thing I'm, I try not to do from, you know, just the experience of when I first started the podcasting, I don't want to force it because I always want the Holy Spirit to be at the center of everything I do um, when it comes to this podcast. Um, so I know there's been times where my feelings have been different um, but I've still recorded because I felt like that is when the Holy Spirit led me to, you know, post that um, episode. So I know that it doesn't have to be that I have to feel like really excited and I have to feel like I need to record. Um, so I know that. But even with this, I, I just couldn't do it. And emotional you know some people may say why are you feeling this way this is what you've prayed for for years for God to 
you know, bless you with certain things and, and rebuild your life and now it's happening, you feel unworthy, like that doesn't make any sense. And how do I say it? It's just how I feel. For the first time in my life, um, I am seeing myself growing so well. So many changes, but yet I feel unworthy. Um, and I just want to say to other people who are in this stage, who are coming out of lockdowns, depending on the country that you're in, who um, are going back to spaces where, whether it's work, church, social spaces, it's okay to feel unworthy. I highly doubt it that I'm the only one who feels this way. You know, when you've been cooped up for so long, you've been inside for so long, being told what you can and can't do, or even if you want to go, like myself before the pandemic, failure after failure, Mm. my god loss after loss pain after pain and then god says this is the season for change and i will rebuild you and some part of me i believe but some part of me is like but why am i worthy to receive it now and of course it is a lie of the enemy that is the truth but I think maybe I'm in shock. Maybe I'm in shock of just seeing the rebuilding. Like, it's not that God hasn't been good. God has always been good to me. But I know that over the eight-year wilderness pro like journey, process, whatever you want to call it, I know that there was a lot of refinement of my character. Um, so I know that God is good, but now that it's not just my character, but even, even in my character as well, but everything around me is just blossoming and I've never seen this before. Somehow, somewhere I've accepted some kind of lie of the enemy and somewhere I've believed that as God is rebuilding me I'm not worthy to be a part of it and I just want to say this to you it's normal but also as well allow God to change that thought process within you this is something definitely that I am surrendering to God because um, 
I want to enjoy the rebuilding of my life and I don't want to hold myself back. You know, with the lies of the enemy, with the lies of the enemy, um, he knows he doesn't have any power over us, so he tries to speak to us so that we could hold ourselves back. Um, and if God has promised me, and he has, and he's shown me, and he is currently doing it, rebuilding me, then I am worthy to enjoy that. I am worthy to be proud and, and boast in what God is doing for me, not in the boastful sense of um, lording it over people, not in that sense, but not feeling fear of maybe this will be something that I lose again, not feeling like, well, it's not going to work out, but being boastful and being confident in, in, in God and knowing that the season he had me in the wilderness, it's, it's finished. And now it's a season of rebuilding. You know, when we look at the scripture that says, there's a season for everything. Um, let me get it actually and read it. Um, so Ecclesiastes 3, um, I'm going to read from 1 to 8, all of it, um, the part that I want anyway, because it's not the whole chapter. Um, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Um, and what I see from that passage of, passage of scripture is, um, the thing that is common, that stands out, the correlation, the thing that is the same in every single line is the word time. And God knows the seasons in our life. And especially like myself, if you've come out such from a, such a heavy, heavy season of life. Um, but even all of us, I, you know, I can't even just say myself. Like for me, things were very down before the pandemic and then the pandemic for me I felt like just made it even worse. 
Um, but essentially all of us during the pandemic, before the pandemic, um, those of you who may be listening to this after the pandemic, um, you know, in the years to come, um, there is a time for everything. And I want to say this, God has given you grace, given myself grace and love and compassion. And he knew that when he gave me the word for the rebuilding of the season of my life, when I was to start seeing my life being rebuilt, not just internally, but externally as well. He knew that there would be a sense of unworthiness because of the lies of the enemy, the lies that I accumulated over the years. The lies that are around me through media, through people's opinions. So therefore God said, I believe he, he was thinking this in heaven. I believe he said to himself, let me give her time. Let me show her that through everything she went through, I was intentional of how I would rebuild her life. You know, I believe God said to himself in heaven, I know that she will feel unworthy, but it is okay. Through that feeling, I will heal and I will pluck one by one the lies that she has believed and I will heal her and I will restore her thinking, her view of herself. You know, I don't know how many more times or how long I will feel like this in the rebuilding season, but I want to say for each and every one of you, when you are blessed with that job, when you do recover health-wise, whether it's from COVID or something that you were dealing with before, when you are blessed with that awesome, awesome husband and that wonderful family, when you are able to see your, your parents, your brothers and sisters, your aunties and uncles again, when flights are able to come in and out of your country, when you are blessed with that that grant that investor for that business you have always 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 desired and you failed so many times but god says through the lessons of your failing you will now be able to hold the promise that i have for you and i think that is something that I want to appreciate. Was it painful, all the loss? Yeah, it was painful. Sometimes when I think about it, it still is painful. I feel like it's painful in a different way, but I still feel pain sometimes as well as I think everything that 
I learned through failing, through loss, through suffering, if you want to call it that, which it is. Um, it has helped me to be the person that I am right now. And when the rebuilding happens and I'm able to, you know, be a blessing to other people and say to other people, it's okay. Like, you know, people who, because of the pandemic, may have not finished their degree. Oh, <laughs> I can say it's okay. I've gone to two universities and I don't have a degree from any of them. I don't even have a certificate. Um, I have a lot of debt. <laughs> But I can say, it's okay, I get it. I get it, you didn't start this university with the intention of failing. You worked hard to get there. And I get that because of the circumstance of the pandemic or whatever your financial circumstances, I, I get that. You feel shamed. You feel guilty, you feel embarrassed. Maybe you were one of the first in your family to go to university and everybody said you couldn't do it. And now that you have left the university and don't have a degree in your hand, maybe you feel like, yeah, they were right. Can I say this to you? No. You know, <laughs> As much as people say it, for me, it always feels like it's new, it's fresh. When the, the word of God says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I like to break that down into parts. God makes it clear that weapons will be formed. There are demonic entities, organizations, sicknesses, things that are spiritual that manifest itself in the physical realm, takes on different faces and shapes and ages and organizations, but the intention behind each and every one of those things is the intent to harm. Even though the intention of harm is there, and the weapons are being formed against you, whether you have been fired from a job, whether you have gone through a miscarriage, whether you are going through a situation that you have just been rejected and slandered and abused by people around you, even though the weapons have been formed, they will not prosper. And I remember my quiet time with the Lord, I was saying, well, explain that to me then. Explain everything I've been through. Explain some of the things that when I think back are painful, explain to me how no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I don't get it, God, because I, I don't have a degree. In fact, I don't have two degrees because I would have had two. God, there's so many things I don't have. There's so many people I don't have relationship with anymore. So explain to me how that makes any sense. And this is what I really felt the Holy Spirit was ministering to me in that time. 
what I am building within you, oh God, what I am building within you can never be stolen. It means that wherever you go, no matter what will happen physically, no matter what will happen in this realm, because of what I have placed within you, because of who I am, my spirit dwelling within you, the things that my spirit is preserving within you, you can always prosper. You can always be rebuilt. You can always be healed. You can always be restored. So therefore, the weapons cannot prosper. Prospering looks like this. Never again to receive joy. I mean, never, <laughs> never, never again, never again to have peace. Never again to have any relationships. Yes, you may have been longtime friends with someone and that relationship's gone. But that doesn't mean that God cannot give you a new relationship. It can even be sweeter than the old one. It means that what the Holy Spirit is doing within us because of who he is, the enemy cannot have victory. And I know sometimes for us it's like, well, I shouldn't even have to go through loss in the first place. This is the heavy but gentle news of you will go through loss. This is the world that we live in. We will go through pain. This is the world that we live in. We will cry. This is the world that we live in. But it's only for a time. And I know you may be thinking, well, I've lost so many years. So am I gonna get the same amount of years back? Um, what's going to happen? Explain that to me. And these are some of the questions I have actually personally had in my times with the Holy Spirit. Well, can you give me eight years back? Can I get 16 years? Can you triple it? Can you quadruple it? Whatever you do, just give me the number back or, or give me more back. And I remember just in my time with the Holy Spirit saying that what I will give you, it will be unexpected. You don't need the equivalent of eight years upon eight years to be restored, healed, loved, having family relationships, having whatever it is, um, job-wise, education. You don't need the equivalent of those years. Once I start my work within you, it will make up for all you have lost, for all you have experienced. And some of the things I have experienced in this time, I can honestly say it's true. And it blew my mind because I was like, well, how is there such a change? And I went through this for such a period of time. And the answer is the Holy Spirit. I have heard people who did not know Christ and they gave their life to him between their 50s and their 60s. There was this one particular video um, 
of this lady with her story. Um, and I have seen different people say that for 50 years, 55, 54, 60 years, I did not know Christ. And now that I've received him, it's like all of that's washed away. And even though they don't have many years ahead of them, just because of their age, everything that they didn't know, everything they didn't have, through them giving their life to Christ, whether they had five years to live, 10 years to live after that, it's like everything was washed away. And I remember um, just even when we look at different stories, different people in the Bible who are struggling to have a child or, you know, people who are in captivity and they come out of captivity and they have that child. And, and you know, some of even the names, I can't, oh, I wish I could remember one of the names, but some of even the names of the people we see in the Bible are a representation of, of um, the meanings are like, Obviously, I can't give the f the full Hebrew meaning because I have to look it up and get that for you. But from what I remember, some of the names and meanings were um, of God restoring their years, of, of washing away their tears, of all the pain and sorrow the land or the people or that woman or that family has been through. Um, and through that birth, through that freedom... It's like everything was washed away. And I remember saying, but I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how there's going to be such a big rebuilding of my life after all these years. Certain things I didn't even have growing up. You know, when you're not taught certain things emotionally, like I didn't even have it in the first place. I'm like, but how am I meant to, how am I meant to have something I never had? And, and the answer is this. God is the God of all things. He can do anything. He is a God who... Can I say this before I read what I was going to read? I know many of us weren't there when Lazarus was raised from the dead, when Jesus was resurrected. But it did happen. And sometimes for us, it's like, well, I wasn't there. I know it's so many years ago. I feel disconnected. I believe it, but I just don't feel it. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give you that faith of understanding that what God has done, he is doing and he will do. This is the truth. No matter what people say, no matter the speculations, philosophies, the media, Jesus Christ did rise from the dead. And he is coming back and making a new heaven and a new earth. That's facts to me. That's not hypothetical. If he can raise a body from the dead, raise himself from the dead, if he can heal people, if he can deliver people from the torment that they were experiencing. If he can be the God who can split 
they'll see he can do anything in your life. And I think sometimes in our world, we get so caught up with the newest and the latest thing that the things that no person has control over, we, we forget that God is God. I think the pandemic for many of us and seeing how the whole world, it's like the whole world was shut down together. For a lot of us, it has reignited that passion and that love and understanding that we are not in control of our lives. This is the thing, I don't understand why I went through certain stuff. I don't get it. But I know I'm not there anymore. And I know that God has promised me and is fulfilling his promise that he is rebuilding my life. You know, there's times where I've been fearful and I felt like, oh God, I can't go through it again. Certain things are just for a time. Joseph never went back into prison again, did he? He didn't. Certain things are for a time and I know and I believe and I'm asking God to just remove this lie of fear from my life that there's certain things I won't go through. I can't say what it is, but I know that it's for a time. But what's important is not thinking what will I go through, what will be rebuilt, is keeping my eyes, your eyes focused upon the Holy Spirit focused upon the word of God and understanding whether it is a time of weeping or a time of gladness, the Holy Spirit is there throughout it all. Um, I've been reading this almost every day. <laughs> Lately, <laughs> basically, I've just been feeling um, different... Different stuff, um, different changes and stuff has been taking place. Um, but I've had to just be in the word of God. And I say had to, because I, I, where I am personally in my walk with God, I know that um, me not reading every day does not define my my faith. Um, so if, if I read every other day, you know, every three days, that's fine for my personal walk with God. Um, but I have been reading this scripture and this is Jeremiah 31 verses 3 to 4. And I like, um, depending on the version of your Bible, mine is, what is this? NLT. Um, you know, at the top of some of the chapters, it gives you what the theme is. And the theme is this... Um, it says, hope for restoration. Um, let me read it to you. I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. With unfailing love, 
I have drawn you to myself. I will rebuild you, my virgin Israel. You will again be happy and dance merrily with your tambourines. Um, I would encourage you to read the rest of it because it's so beautiful. Um, you know, everything after is like there's there's some there's some amazing amazing encouragement in here and. Um, but this is what I've been reading and oh, you know when you when you come out of a season and God is promising you all these fantastic things as I said the lies that have accumulated over the years through fear and doubt um, this is what God is addressing and I want to say it doesn't make you ungrateful, you know, don't believe that shameful lie of the enemy, you know, now that you've been rebuilt, how can you not appreciate it? It's normal. It is normal. Um, and God has already made plans for that, you know, um, but also as well, be patient with yourself. Our Heavenly Father is so patient with us, such a gentleman. And he already saw before he made the foundations of the earth, he already saw that in that transition coming out of that wilderness, coming out of lockdown, coming out of whatever circumstance that you are in, that there will be doubt, there will be fear. There will be self-sabotage. That's another thing as well. Um, that I recently was just addressing some of my thoughts in certain areas of my life. And I didn't realize just even my thought process was self-sabotaging me. Um, because I was thinking, well, as the rebuilding's happening, well, what about this and what about that? Maybe I can't do it. Maybe I'm not up for it. You know, how do I look? What, what, what is, you know, what's my vibe? <laughs> and these things I believe that God is not just working on, but showing me how much the enemy seeks to create lies and none of the lies belong to God. Some people will say, and I totally disagree with this. Oh, it's a sign of humility um <clears throat> excuse me humility so being ridden with fear is humility mm -mm, that's not humility no sir mm -mm. it's not a sign of humility so if you're thinking that you need to give that thought back to god god rebuilding your life and you prospering and you feeling fearful and doubting is in no way shape or form a sign of humility because if you walk around with that, and I believe it is, destructive, demonic, self-sabotaging thought about that rebuilding of your life, it's not going to be rebuilt. Like, I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit then is disarmed and doesn't have the power, but the whole relationship we have with God is that a relationship. It's a partnership. And... If I say no to the Holy Spirit and reject the rebuilding, it's not going to happen. 
And what I've been finding in this time is that the Holy Spirit has been encouraging me to share my thoughts with him and share the fears and doubts that I have believed. The things that are fighting against me, the things that are saying, well, you're going to lose everything. It's going to be like how it was back in the former days. And the Holy Spirit's been showing me I was in control of those seasons of your life. And I'm in control of this season of your life. So, no, you will not lose. You will not, you know, fail and go through this and go through that over and over again. That's not the case. Trust in me. And that's what I've been trying to learn to do. So, yeah. I just want to say that as encouragement. If you feel a little bit awkward coming out of lockdown or whatever circumstance and you feel like, oh man, I may have gained a little bit of weight. You know, I don't feel as social. It'll take time. It'll take time. And um, yeah, don't feel like you have to be the biggest social butterfly if that's who you naturally are but obviously you just feel like you've gone into a little bit of a shell don't feel like you have to just go around and talk to everyone take it step by step because can i tell you this you're probably not the only one feeling that way there's probably so many people feeling that sense of awkwardness and that sense of fear and doubt so together let us allow god to rebuild us and let us not be ashamed of the goodness the wonderful things that are here that are coming that are yet to come we don't serve a god who says just go through the hard seasons but don't worry, when you get to heaven, that will be your good season. That's a lie. And I know many, many people are taught that way. And it's such a shame. Um, but they themselves don't know any better. Because when you, tr can I say this? When you truly, and I mean you truly receive revelation from the Holy Spirit, you will know things like that aren't actually true. They were never true. There is a time for everything and that is the honest truth. You know, we don't like to preach on it a lot. It depends on what it's related to, but we, all, we, we tend to sometimes forget that Jesus was at a wedding, you know, when he turned the water into wine and we just see him on the cross. And yes, we are meant to look to the cross and we're meant to understand what Christ has done for us. But the very same Christ wants us to look at all of his life and everything he went through he was a boy and he became a man you know um he went through different things in his life and i want you to know that when god makes a promise to you and especially for those of us who are in the rebuilding season of our lives um it may be something as well that it's a, um, a community thing, you know. Tomorrow is another measure lifted off of um, England in terms of the whole lockdown. Um, and from I think from when last I checked, I, I try not to watch the news too much because I can't be getting that in my system right now. Um, 
but I think from when I last checked, the 21st of June, we can't do certain, I can't even remember it word for word, because as, as I said, I don't really want to fill myself up with that right now, but I think after the 21st of June, I think everything is different, everything has changed. Um, so whether you're in a circumstance like that, be bold, be glad, be joyful in what God is doing. Do you think, let me just say this before I depart from you, do you honestly think that our Heavenly Father will be looking at us and seeing us suffer? My God, seeing us suffer, be refined by fire and not bless us abundantly. That's not the God we serve. That is not the God we serve. Be refined by fire and God not bless us. Our God says that I delight in you being obedient, in you waiting for me and believe, believe my goodness is not just going to abundantly bless you, but you will dance and you will be happy and you will be joyous and you will be able to shout from the peak of the mountain that my Lord keeps true and his promises are worthy. His promises never return back to him void. We serve a God who says you will be blessed in heaven and on earth. So any fear mongering in your circle, in your ear, you need to check that and you need to give that to the Holy Spirit and allow him to uproot the things in your life that are trying to self-sabotage you. So yeah, um, <sighs> that's what I wanted to say. And um, enjoy your Sunday. And um, I don't know what you're going to eat today, but enjoy it. <laughs> we should do this again. Well, you know where to find me.